The theme I think through all of this is that it's making it fun and it's making it so that your child's motivated to do the routine. Because if your child isn't motivated to do the routine, if they're not motivated to get dressed, it's a losing battle. You don't want it to be a battle. Like that's exhausting. It's not fun for the child. It's not fun for the parent. Nobody wins. I'm Emily Mariner. I'm a licensed behavior analyst at Young Mind Community Center. And today we're talking about creating effective routines in early childhood. Our first episode focuses on dressing and grooming. Creating effective routines is really important because it allows children to develop a sense of independence. So the first part of a four-part routine would be what we call the opening. In the opening, you are setting up the routine that you want to complete with your child. And then you have the routine, which is the second part. That is what you are completing, whether it be toileting or brushing teeth, bedtime, mealtime. The third part would be add variations or elaborate the routine. We do that to prevent a child from becoming bored or losing interest within the routine. We want to be able to keep them engaged with what we're doing. And then the fourth part of the routine is the closing. That signals that the routine is ending. It helps support the transition to the next routine and it signals the opening of the next routine or activity you'll be completing with your child. The goal of this four-part routine is to help motivate your child to want to engage with you during this routine. When you're thinking about dressing your child or having your child get dressed for the day, you would want to start by opening or setting up that routine. You really want to think about what's going to motivate your child. So for dressing, you want to give your child choices during the opening. You might set out two options of clothes for a child to pick from, and then you would ask them to pick what they want to wear that day. Their selection of what they're going to wear is actually opening and setting up that routine that you're going to complete. The second part of the routine would be the dressing. And so you might put the shirt on the child's head or put their pants over their feet and have them pull up their pants or pull their shirt on. That third part, which is that variation and that elaboration would be adding more clothes to it, adding the socks to it, maybe singing a song while doing it, maybe playing peekaboo when their head comes up through the shirt. You would close the routine by having them close the drawers or put their dirty clothes in the hamper, look in the mirror and again, talk about how they look and what they put on. And that signals again, we're done getting dressed and now we're gonna transition to the next routine or activity that we have to do. A lot of the challenges our families experience are kids not wanting to get dressed, not ready to transition from whatever they're doing before they get dressed. We see a lot of power struggles between a child and a parent when getting dressed. A lot of times our parents are in a hurry. That hurrying and that rush creates extra pressure for us to get the kids dressed. We have had one little girl who would protest getting dressed and didn't find getting dressed fun because it was it was hard for her. We told the mom to go ahead and give her help but then to step back and let her start to do it on her own a little bit at a time. The mom was able to create a routine where the night before the mom actually picked out the clothes so that in the morning that rush wasn't there and that pressure wasn't there. So the clothes are already laid out. When the little girl woke up, they went over to the two options. The girl would pick them out and then the mom immediately would help her. And then the mom would sing a song or tickle her or do something to reinforce her daughter for putting on the shirt and it just turned the routine from something that used to be negative to something positive that mom started looking forward to doing with her daughter and her daughter would be excited to get to pick out her outfits that mom would put out and then the little girl would look at mom and would pick the song that she wanted mom to sing and she got dressed. 
there's so many learning opportunities for children within these routines. And when even getting dressed, they can, again, talk about how the fabric feels. They can talk about colors. They can talk about matching their clothes for the weather. And if they're not motivated to get dressed and you're having this power struggle, they're not learning anything. And we're missing out on all this opportunity to have this amazing interaction with our children. And so the biggest thing is, is figuring out a way to make the activity motivating so that they want to get dressed so that you get to have that natural turn-taking opportunity so that they're using increased communication, they're engaging with you, they're looking at you, they're imitating you. And it feels good knowing that your child had fun doing it. They're gonna wanna do it again the next day. But every day that it's a battle, it's going to be harder and harder to keep fighting that battle. Thank you for joining us today. Stay tuned for our next episode where I'll share about mealtime routines and early childhood.